Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by these great companies that are giving us money to let you listen to their stuff. Bullshit, Kyle. We make this show. We make this show. You and me. Tubals in a China Shop is brought to you by us. <laughs> Someone's got to pay the bills, Dan, because it's not our trading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll them. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome to the China Shop. Get on inside for some news. I'm shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialNeptitude.com. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Just recorded a great new series that we're uh, starting out. Yeah. Should be dropping. When is that? Uh, not this coming Friday, but the next Friday. Yeah, it should be dropping September 23rd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be really Really good one, getting Flurry what's, back and one of our the, uh, super fans. What's the title? Roundtable Square Traders. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. We are squares, aren't we? We're fucking yeah. squares. God damn it. It happened. Uh, except everybody, except for, I think, Joel was <laughs> drinking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ner- ner- nerds can enjoy a drink. I heard at least one beer crack. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was definitely me. Definitely me. I was like, oh, this is going to be an Easter egg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some news, Kyle. All right. We're just skipping to trading information. What? To trading information. I'm inclined to agree. To trading information. That is accurate. Very accurate. What information? All right. Uh, I got one story about uh, a little bit about CPI. Uh, kind of touches on that in the housing market. Get a two for it if you want. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's start with that because CPI just happened. All right. Well, uh, the, the story, uh, the headline of this is the Fed could crash the housing market. Oh, really? Raising, in, raising lending rates? No. No. They're saying that interest rate hikes can lead to higher mortgage rates, which could oh. cause people to think twice about buying a home. You don't say. I, ah, who is the who's the ad wizard who came up with this one? Yeah, I am shocked to learn that. Shocked, Kyle. Nicole Goodkind, you are a hell of a reporter. You are tackling the big stories and digging into the data that nobody oh, else understands. Damn. Oh, I thought I was trying to start beef with people. Calling Nicole out. Taking her to task. Damn. Uh, there is some good stuff in here, though. That uh, uh, I think a lot of... Nicole, baby, you took a boring topic and you made it interesting. I love you. Don't don't listen to Kyle. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. What were you saying? Well, uh, the, I think there's uh, the fear now that there may actually be an outsized hike. Um, I think yeah. uh, the the chances yeah. of a hundred bit rate hike are, are mm. even on the table now, and uh, I think that's that's getting to be the fear at this point. Like fifty is pretty much all, but the only way we see a fifty bit hike, in my opinion, is if uh, this. I'm I think this is the last one before the November midterms. If there's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
if they wanted to try to give the re- the markets a reason to be bullish going ahead into the voting, that would be the only reason why I would see a 50-bit hike at this point. Well, I think all we need is uh, some mean bully tweets from Biden. We we saw that work before with Powell. Well, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe maybe the plan is to to get everyone thinking hundred bip and and then just surprise everyone with just the seventy five. Right, right. The whole bait and switch. Yeah, ah, could be, could be. But anyway, back to what this article is actually about. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking about. Not just the the higher interest rates. Uh, I think like the average mortgage on a, a house these days is running about six percent, which is double like you know a year or two ago. Yeah, uh, the housing costs themselves are up 0.7 percent in August and 6.2 percent year over year, which is the largest increase since 1991. And then on top of that, the the building has been slowing down because uh, the cost of materials is still high. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not as high as it was at my local lows, but it is still pretty right. High. Right. Uh, and you know, for somebody who's trying to sell a house, like the them stopping building is obviously a good thing. That means less supply going to be on the market, but that also could be a while before that actually. <laughs> it's like before it, meet, before it means something. <laughs> How long does it take for a newly built house to to get on the market? Yeah, uh, that was a real question. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Um, no, they <laughs> no. sell them before they're built, like because people pick out the plans. That's when I bought yeah. my new house. That's how we did it. Uh, that's how they did it in China too. That didn't work out too well over there. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you paying your mortgage? Why haven't I gotten my house? <laughs> right, right. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. You got to pay the house off completely before we build it. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, what uh, what do you got? Uh, what what caught your eye? I have something. That goes right along with that, almost as a rebuttal. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because Kathy Woods, I'm sorry, Kathy Wood, you know, one of our, our favorite uh, uh, personalities to follow here, mm-hmm. uh, has been a vocal proponent of deflation. And she's got a few high-profile supporters now this past week. Uh, Jeffrey Gundlich and Elon Musk recently joined in and calling for a decline in prices. Uh, they've been, I guess, concerned that huh. the Fed's going too far, too fast. Oh, they want to decline uh, in rates, or they want to decline? Yes. Ah. Okay. Uh, the Jeffrey Gunlek, I guess he's kind of known as a bond king, uh, was saying on Tuesday that investors need to buy into long-term treasuries, and hmm. Musk has called falling commodity prices neither quote neither subtle nor discreet. Uh, sorry. Quote, neither subtle nor secret. He uh, he sent out a tweet that uh, a major Fed rate, a major Fed rate hike is a uh, risking deflation. Mm. Wait, is risking deflation? But that's what Kathy Woods wants. No, that's what Kathy Woods is warning about. She's not. She does oh, not want it. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. All right. So so the they're worried that the Fed is going too heavy, too hard, and we're going to end up deflating. Now, do you think that has anything to do with the fact that Kathy Woods invests in tech, which is usually growth, and yes. that Elon Musk runs a tech company that is a growth company, and growth companies like Easy Lending, so they can expand? Uh, yes, I do. I do believe that both of them they want that, but they're saying that. Um, it's not just good for us, it's good for everybody. Right, because disruptive innovation brings down the prices of goods that become obsolete. Actually, that is a good point. 
how much is a pager worth nowadays because of the cell phone? It's probably worth more uh, just for the nostalgia. Yeah, because everybody's using them. (laughs) They're (laughs) like Beanie Babies. Everybody (laughs) wants to buy a pager to collect. Bullshit. They're worth nothing. Nobody wants a fucking beeper. A lot of people are buying Nintendo games that are still in the box. Well, that's true. Touche. Touche, disruptive innovation. (laughs) Sometimes the oldies become collectibles. Kathy Woods is noting that gold, which is a traditional inflation hedge, uh, hit its peak uh, over two years ago. And a lot of other commodities... So inflation's done. Uh, well, that's what she's saying is is yeah. that we might hit deflation because gold isn't being used as a hedge. Other commodities, including lumber, copper, iron, ore, and oil, have all dropped double digits from their high. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's stressing that inflation, it's not as bad as it was in the 70s. And a lot of these supply chain disruptions are a big part of it. Is, so Would you... Would you dare say she thinks it was transitory? <laughs> I would dare, I would dare say Kathy Woods <laughs> is calling this inflation transitory. Uh, and Ian Musk, Musk actually says he thinks the Fed should drop rates by 25 bits. Oh, oh, oh. And Gunlick wants him to only raise it 25. There's no way either of those things is happening. I I agree with you. I agree with you. Even even if Kathy or Elon was a voting member of the Fed, I don't think they'd <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> yeah, but could you could you imagine what the market would do if they dropped the rate twenty five oh, bits? Jesus into into the election, right? No, I can't imagine. Uh, uh, I yep. don't think I've seen a candle that big. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'd probably do the opposite of what you think. It'd probably just That's- crater. Crater even worse, like, oh, shit, the Fed is so worried. The Fed is so worried. Why is the Fed (laughs) flip-flopping? No confidence. (laughs) Speaking of Elon Musk and Tesla, uh, specifically, Tesla has been on top of this short interest, uh, the most heavily shorted. uh, Let me try that again. Uh, Tesla has been like Wall Street's biggest short bet for the last 864 days. Like that's how long people have been trying to short this thing. It's like one of the longest probably short squeezes that's ever that I've ever heard of going on. Yeah. Uh, but it uh, recently just got overtaken by another company, and I bet you have a hard time guessing which one that is. Oh, uh, mm, another company. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be one of the big five, right? It's got to be a big one because of the market cap. But yeah, it's actually Apple. Apple. Oh, the biggest. Yeah. People are shorting Apple right now? Wow. Okay. Well, it's 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 um it's not as simple as that because the the gains in the share price of Apple could have just increased the the short interest because the short interest is a function of the amount of shares shorted and the change in the stock price. Okay. So if the shares stay static but the stock's price goes up, then the short interest is increasing because the the amount that that the the value of the underlying security is has gone up. So I don't know if this is. I think it's more people are covering Tesla that Apple has managed to just overtake it. I don't think more people are shorting Apple. I think it's just that Tesla has been getting covered finally. Oh, like Apple staying even while Tesla is going down. Yeah, Apple's short interest is probably staying pretty flat, but the share price has gone up. So it looks like that that's happening. And then on the flip side, Tesla has been having some short covering over the past 30 days. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Like 
maybe they're they're finally just taking profit, right? <laughs> the short sellers on Tesla, yeah. they're probably yeah. eating their loss is what they're doing. <laughs> I guess depending on where they shorted it at. But. I mean, Tesla's not doing that great. All right, I gotta I gotta pull up this chart. Uh, I mean, it's from its highs. Uh, it's like roughly fifty percent bounce from the lows, the most recent lows. It's about fifty, uh, right, right in the middle of between it's, the high and the the most recent low. It's still twenty five percent down off of its peak on November fifth. Yeah, the question is where did everybody short it at though? Well. Let's do a poll. I, hey, yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Where's right. your short Tesla? I'll just ask uh, this guy who runs this firm that does all the research and see if he can answer it for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just hold on a second. Let me text him. Yeah, okay. I'm waiting. I'll wait. <laughs> no. Anyway. No, not happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we, got, we got mad connections here in the China shop. Yeah, just not with anybody important. Right. Uh, you know... Um, Talking about the market going down, mm-hmm. apparent. I came across a nice story from CNBC. You know the the network that sponsors Mad Money and airs mm, that our uh, favorite wonderful show. Uh, apparently, Jim Cramer is saying um, Wall Street needs to shut up with the sell and get out now bullshit. Oh. Yeah, uh, to quote hmm. him, I'm done with all the now is the time to get out calls. Where the heck were you 10 months ago when it mattered? Where was he? Where were you, Jim? <laughs> 10 months ago when it mattered. When it mattered. Uh, you know. And and uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. Has uh, Wall Street been calling for everyone to sell and get out as the markets have been going up? <laughs> I don't know. I just remember the that the study from the 20 aughts that showed how much money you'd make if you just did the opposite of what Kramer said. Right. So now if you do the opposite of what Kramer says, get the fuck out. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're getting slaughtered. Uh, he was also, I, I saw a video pop up. I was going to talk about it on here. Uh, yeah. That was, it was a video clip. It was the five REITs and, um, what is those property investment companies? Yeah, real estate investment trust. Yeah, it was the five REITs that Kramer recommended that people buy. And I watched the clip and he never once mentioned a single REIT company on there. So <laughs> I was really hoping we'd have a new bet pick for the short for next week. <laughs> Instead, they sucked oh. me in. I watched it and I got nothing of value. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he was saying that there are lots of industries that have seen big declines like tech, uh, auto companies, uh, retail stocks, um, home renovation stuff, telecommunications, entertainment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know what his point, like, are we supposed, does he want people to buy? Or is he just trying to, like, hop on the train of, like, hey, shit's dropping, so I'm going to say, like, Wall Street, what are you doing? Like, is he just wagging his finger? Like, oh, he's The people are angry because the market's just wrecked. A bunch of people after the uh, the CPI print, and yeah. he's just playing on emotions, the same thing that everybody else does. Yeah, well, that's my guess, at least. I, I, you know, I'm in cash every night, so I don't care what the market's doing. Mm. Uh, but I'll tell you what: if they raise it by a hundred pips, it ain't going up. <laughs> Five hundred. <laughs> I hope it's not that big. No, just, just, just if they raise it a hundred pips, you know, uh, yeah. it's not. Market's no, not going to react well. It's more than likely not, no. 
So if Kramer's telling you to stay in your stay in your index funds. What possible benefit? Who would benefit from that? That's the question. Whenever Kramer says something, I always want to know who's going to benefit from people doing what he says. And most of the time, it's not the people doing what he says. I think, you know what? I think it's the people buying the dip right now, right? Mm -hmm. Like apparently uh, uh, after the CPI printed, Kathy Woods has been buying shit like crazy. Right. So if big money is buying up the spy now that it's under 400 again, and they're, you know, and they're like, well, (laughs) <laughs> the cat's out of the bag. People do the opposite of what Jim says now. Let's have oh. Jim. Let's <laughs> have Jim go out and think, tell him to sell. <laughs> oh, be, I would be surprised. No, no, no. He still has a lot of followers. He's still got a lot of people that comment positively on this stuff. All I'm saying, you know, is that's pretty tinfoil hat, right? That's pretty deep. Like, yeah, yeah. You have to make some pretty major assumptions to follow that derailed thought train. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that. If if people are told to, to being told to like just hold on, just wait it out, it probably means uh, there are some buyers right now. Uh, it certainly looked like it. Looking at the charts, big red candle followed by that Doji. That Doji end of day on the. I'm looking Should've. at the 15 minute on the end of day on uh, what was that uh, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Like after the after the gigantic sell off. Like oh, it's a very last candle of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a spinning top, and the volume is incredible. Yeah, uh, my uh, protective spy puts probably aren't going to do too well. <laughs> no, well, oh well. Let me we'll see. We'll see what happens. Anyway, yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, listen to us jibber jabber. Ramble on about the news. The jibber. Shut your jibber jabber. <laughs> You Who's rule, Martok. No. <laughs> Take some more pills, pillhead. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Everybody, have a great day. Take care. We love you. Thanks for sticking around to the end. Uh, but we're going to close up shop. And we'll be coming at you soon with another exciting episode. Until then, happy trades. Like, share, subscribe, and all that jazz. Rate all that jazz hands. Cha-cha-cha-cha. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks in the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.